Well, Coach, since you've taken this job, there have been news items that pop up, and not too many are as positive as they are maybe challenging at this point. How do you view it all? Um, I think it's so exciting, right? Um, and it's this process of competing is, I'm going to get super philosophic with you now, but that's how I think about the world, right? Um, you know, I think, you know, innovation and, and, and creativity is born sometimes from necessity, right? And I think opportunity sometimes comes from necessity. And I think identity can be forged through necessity. And so um, I, I think I, I, my, my excitement for what this team can potentially do continues to grow. It doesn't mean there's not things that make me nervous. Like certainly, you know, Gavin's injury makes me nervous and the prognosis of it makes me nervous. And if he can't play, it makes us really small. And, and so it's not that if you are doing a fantasy draft, it might not be the on-paper roster that you put together in terms of we're, we're, we're limited in our size, right? And it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause some challenges for us. But, but on the flip side, you know, we have a chance to kind of redefine how we play and how we attack the game. And that's what you do as an athlete. Um, and, and I think when you, the more opportunities to do that you have as a team, as a unit, the more things you kind of figure out, the more your confidence grows in your ability to figure out things. And it doesn't matter whether you have three seven-footers or you have no seven-footers. At the end of the day, you win because you're good at figuring things out. And we have, a, we have an incredible nucleus on this team that has huge expectations and I don't think they're going to be, uh, I don't think they're going to be put off or sidelined or acquiesce or, or give in to a setback here or something troubling there. I think they're pretty much forged in the fire and they're saying, hey, we're going to go find a way to do this. That's what you do as a competitor and what you do as an athlete. That's how you write a great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us embrace this idea of when people start to count us out. That's actually the most fun time to compete and play as a team. Um, so having been through that over and over and over again and experiencing that over and over again and seeing that you actually, the great moments in athletics is when you do overcome those things in a weird masochistic way, you kind of are like, bring it, let's go. Let's strap it on, let's go see what we can do. And I think this team has that identity and certainly our staff does. And so we're pretty excited. Something Coach Rose was always fond, was fond of saying was there are different ways to win a game. And there are different ways to win a lot of games. And that's going to be your challenge right now is to find out what makes you best. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we're going to have a changing roster throughout the course of the season. We already know that, which is pretty unique. And, um, you know, I'll give you an example. So TJ had his knee scoped a few weeks ago just to make sure that he was going to be 100, 100% healthy for the season. So, you know, in our last two weeks of practice, Connor Harding has got every single rep as a starting point guard for, for the ones. And... Connor Harding now, just just a week and a half into practice, is a different player. He is a better player. He's a more skilled, better decision-making, having a better view and understanding me better player by far than he was a week and a half ago. That's just going to make us a better team. TJ's going to be back here in the next few days, and, and that's that this week and a half is going to make us a better team. And those first nine games... It might not be the best team we have through the course of the season, but it's going to make us a better team when it all matters at the end of the season. And, um, you know, 
not having Gavin in the lineup for the last several days, you know, I've seen other guys step up and have opportunity where they step into roles and perform at a high level in really special ways. And, and that's what a team does, and that's what we need to do. There's no excuses. We have a goal. That goal's not changing no matter who's stepping on the court. And so yeah, I think that can galvanize the team and bring guys together and give them a foxhole mentality. All those cliches, they're cliches because they're true. Right? So that's what we're searching for. Bigs, Colby Lee, Dalton, Nixon right now? Yeah, and Dalton's not a true big. I mean, yeah, Dalton's 6'6". Yeah. yeah. And Colby has no experience. Um, so that's a, that's a really unique challenge. Um, and it's something we're really, really looking forward to. You know, you're going hear to me, hear me tell the story of, you know, I'm a huge Malcolm Gladwell fan and a huge uh, Rick Pitino fan and, and, uh, and, a, and a somewhat Digger Phelps fan. And you'll hear me, hear me tell that story about his Fordham Rams team a thousand times. Um, and that's not, that's, not, that's not that different than what we always experience in athletics, but it's also very reminiscent of what we're experiencing in athletics right now. And so we're excited, man. This is, this is going to be really special. These seniors deserve a special season they're hungry for it they're working for it and 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 and, and they'll figure it out is there going to be a scrappiness about this team that is going to uh come out as a result of of these challenges i mean are, are they going to be feeling kicked a little bit and, and we're going to show some people some things well i i hope our teams have an identity of scrappiness no matter what right and 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 i hope that our scrappiness is just kind of a result of of our deep deep desire to win perform and inspire and um so i hope that's an identity of our teams when 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 it's smooth sailing and i hope it's identity of our team when things are challenging and we're going to feel we're going to have a week this season where we feel like we're smooth sailing and we're going to have a week this, se- this season where we feel like there's no chance it's actually going to work right and but, but scrappy should be a definition of who we are every single day it's how we live. It's how we compete, and so hopefully that's always part of who we are. What do you have going for you right now? This is not all woe and misery. Here, you've got a lot of good pieces here that you're going to try and put together and and get yourself the results you want. And I got three All Conference players. I got three of the best players in this conference, in T.J. Haas, Jake Toulson, and Yoli Childs. I mean, it's 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 pretty sobering just to say those names, right? Those are proven players who've performed at the highest level, who are also incredibly humble and hungry right now. This Yoli Childs did not come back here on a whim. It wasn't just, uh, you know, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll stay, I guess I'll stay. This was a, a an incredibly deeply thought out um, process, uh, even apart from all the torture that I forced him to endure through the decision-making process. Um, but he is, he is, people are going to recognize him as a basketball player. Like, he's working so hard to grow his approach to the game, yeah, to remarkable results. And, and this, How does that show up on the floor? How does he look different? Well, you know, the, the intensity and the urgency that he's approaching every single aspect of the game right now is really sobering. I mean, what he's done in transition off the bounce and away from the ball has been extraordinary. Mm-hmm. His attention to detail and urgency in defensive assignments has been really, really extraordinary. Um, and I think he's, he's taken to heart the fact that for this team to be successful, he's going to have to do superhuman feats. 
um, in every aspect of the game without withholding anything and really expand where he's effective on the court and and um, he's doing that and he's taking it everything that we give him he was just in the office yesterday we kind of had a heart to heart because I'm asking so much of him right now in terms of growing his urgency in different aspects of the game and I'm asking him to really address a new facet of the game in a two man quick game and and Sometimes when you pu- you can push guys a little too far, and so I want to bring them in and say, "Hey, I know you've you've trusted me this far, and I'm actually going to ask you to double down and do some more energy things." And he left the office saying, "No, that's that's why I'm here. You know, I'm here because I I, I think I have so much more to my game, and I want to really challenge myself and explore every part of it." And you know, Jake Toulson is not in a different boat. Jake Toulson is in a redemptive mode also you know he left here he went and accomplished extraordinary things something else became an all-american basketball player and i was come back here to like to wrap up this story in an extraordinary way and this tj haas you know is is walking in with this incredible legacy of his family and byu basketball and uh, is is fully given his heart and soul to this deal. So you got those three guys. It's not hard to build a team around those three guys. But then you're blessed with these senior players, Dalton Nixon and Zach Salius. Dalton Nixon has been putting on a show in our first 10 days of practice. I'm talking about a show, a clinic. He is playing at such an incredibly high level right now. And Zach Salius was probably our best player the first two games in Italy. I mean, he was just unbelievable. And 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 we expect him to be fully back and ready to roll uh, when we start the season. And he's been working so hard. Not only has he been working his tail off in the weight room and in the pool with his diet and with his conditioning, but he's also been working like crazy to grow this mustache, which is going to be like something that people at BYU have never witnessed before. When he breaks the sucker out to the public, man, it's amazing. And so... Are you fully on board with that, by the way? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. In fact, he, if we go win this Maui tournament, I'm committed to growing a mustache out <laughs> full on. I might bleach it and stripe it and do whatever fits with inside the honor code. So... Um, what's, what's the end What's the end result going to be? Are we talking Fu Manchu here? What are, we, what are we dealing with? No, I think he's going straight old school. Like, I'm growing a straight up legitimate mustache. Phil Jackson style? I mean, are we yeah, but with way more swag than <laughs> Phil. You know what I'm saying? Phil was like old school and disinterested. I think Zach is going for more Hollywood. You know, he's like, I want the ladies to see. He's, he's happily married to the most extraordinary woman ever, but he wants the fan base to see this thing. And, you know, hopefully uh, he will start a trend and every BYU student will start growing mustaches and it will just be a community effort. And, and, uh, <laughs> Actually, I hope that uh, I dearly beg and plead that that does not happen. But um, you have these seniors that just have so much invested, and we actually have some walk-on seniors. You know, is Taylor Mon? You know, I've had walk-on step up and win games for me before. Here at BYU, we had a walk-on Craig Cusick step up and win huge games for us. I just actually watched, just for fun, watched the five last five minutes of the BYU versus Iona game when we had the biggest comeback still in the history of the NCAA tournament. And you know who was on that court the last 12 minutes that made the game right? Craig Cusick, Brock Zilstra, Noah Hartstock, Brandon Davies, who became a pro. And you just think... Those guys that have their heart and soul in this game, you look at that lineup, you're like, I don't know who Craig's going to guard. I don't know how it's going to work, but he made it work, right? 
BYU Sweet 16 year, uh, their tournament opener against Wofford, Logan Magnuson turns yeah. the game, right? That's, ex- that's exactly right. And, and, and I would never want to state the extraordinary as commonplace because those are extraordinary examples. Those are, the, those are the examples in sport that bring you to tears because they're just not supposed to be able to happen that way. But you know what? That's what great teams have. We started from the first day of practice talking about some of the guys that we thought were going to play a reserve role, talking about how when it came to it, those guys, it wasn't going to be Yoli or TJ or Jake that was going to win us a big game that we had to have. It was going to be Zach Selyus or Jesse Wade or Connor Harding or even a guy like Taylor Mond coming off the bench that was actually going to make the game-winning play. For championship teams, it is those guys that does it. And so... You know, we need those guys to be able to step up and do it. And Taylor Mon actually stepped up in real time in our most competitive game in 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 Italy and actually made uh, had a huge three and then a huge steal for a layup that kind of separated the game. And that's my expectation for these guys. I expect this freshman like Trevin Nell to step up and be a huge part of this team. And we're going to need that for us to accomplish what we what we can. And so that's the way we're thinking about this team, and the way we're going to build this team, and the expectations we're going to have for this team. And I have no, I have. Listen, I'm I'm not living in a fantasy land. We're going to have some tough moments this season. We're going to have some moments where people think this team can't do it. Everybody else might think that. We're not going to allow that thought to creep into our mind. And when it's all said and done, we're going to have a special season and put together a special run and, and get some great things accomplished. When are you going to know? finally what your personnel situation is you're you're kind of waiting on a couple of waiver requests and what's what's the what's the expectation there yeah i don't know you know there's no there's no specific timeline in the legislation about when decisions have to be made so we're certainly really hopeful we're really hopeful um if we if we if we if there were a couple things that went our way uh, in regards to in regards to some of this NCAA stuff, I'd kind of like be like, let's go, bring it on. I don't care who we bring in here, we're ready to go. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, that's, you know, there's the things that we can't control, but the things we can't control pale in comp- comparison to the things we can control, right? And the things we can't control, we might write more about, but the things we can control are going to have more, way more meaning in the success of this team. And so we're going to spend all of our time focused on the things we can control. And if we get a couple breaks along the way with things we can't control, that's going to be awesome. Um, but that's the way this, that's kind of the DNA of this team right now. And hopefully we can hold on to that and keep growing it. Okay. We'll have that be the final word. We're going to talk a lot more over the months to come. But I appreciate this conversation here in Las Vegas. Thanks for the time. And uh, we'll see you soon. Great. Thanks, Greg.